Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you can create real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard, and my co-host is Elizabeth Sickles, aka Super E. I am a real estate note investor specializing in performing residential real estate debt. I find the deals, acquire them for my own portfolio, as well as educate investors while walking them through the process of owning a real estate note. My co-host Super E, a real estate investor, specializing in short-term rentals and the management of them. She connects investors with short-term tenants and manages everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. You can find out more information by visiting our websites at brightpathnotes.com and elizabethmayora.com. Hi, and welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how to make real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard. And I am Elizabeth Mayor Sickles. All right. And I'm supposed to talk about... You're supposed to talk about the description of the show, Elizabeth. So in this show, we're going to be looking at 2019, what are our big lessons learned in the businesses that can help you. And then also, we're going to be looking forward into this year, into 2020 and beyond. Some of our goals, kind of what's going on as well. So we're excited to share lessons learned to help other people and then what, what we have up, up our sleeves, so to speak, for this year. Absolutely. And the show is sponsored by our businesses. And mine is Bright Path Notes. And you can find us at brightpathnotes.com. And Elizabeth Mayora at elizabethmayora.com is super ease business. It is. So I'm glad I got to ask you a few questions. I learned a little bit about you as you learned a little bit about me in the first episode. And so probably my biggest um, takeaway was probably your, um, your Japanese and Chinese culture education that you put on me. I, uh, I didn't realize how different they were until you, you had a specific scenario about how close people get in uh, China and it's not yes. a big deal to rub against each other when you're walking past each other and in, in Japan there's like a sliver of air between them that they will not they'll not touch each other if they do it's it's all over that's right it's all over <laughs> see ya wouldn't want to be ya yes very different cultures so this is episode three into our new season and uh, let's just get right into it. So, Elizabeth, 2019, mm -hmm. um, it was a pretty big year for me. Awesome. Pretty big year. I definitely reached goals I wanted to reach. Uh, thank you. It's a high five. I wanted to get about 50-plus transactions under my belt in 2019. I, I did that a little bit more. And um, let's see. I don't know. Lessons I learned is, is probably the stuff I talked about in the first episode about... Um, Basically, there's a spider. Oh my god, we're not cutting that out. That's too scary. I actually have a fear of spiders. Do you? Oh, you want me to kill it? Go away! <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I saw you looking over there, and I was like, "What, the, what is she doing?" Like, and then I realized it was an insect, and then it was a spider, and then I. Ugh. <laughs> I would have killed it if I knew you had a fear of spiders. That's, That's okay. Scary. I don't want to kill it. I just want it to go somewhere else. <laughs> I don't want to hurt the thing. Come on. We're going to have animal right, rights activists, you know, petitioning our show to, to be canceled. Our big time show here. Let's not do that. 
Yeah, let's not do that. So we didn't kill it. For all intents and purposes, we didn't kill anything. Nothing happened. <laughs> it went away. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, 2019, yeah, I achieved some goals. Um, achieved some big goals. That's actually, yeah. too, just, just to stop for a second, because one of the things that we don't do is we don't really celebrate whenever we do it. So that's one of the things with my coach that he's always like, we've yeah. got to celebrate your wins. Your milestones. So, yes, I mean, they're huge. I mean, 50 transactions, that's incredible. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, and, and, you know, I had a little bit of help. I've had a couple of assistants, a couple of VAs that I've transitioned through, and they've definitely helped along the way. I had somebody work with me for a couple months beginning of the year, a mm -hmm. guy named Ricky. I think you met him. Mm -hmm. Great guy. Uh, real cool guy. Yeah, he's got a cool story. And uh, But, yeah, I just put my nose to the ground. I just, just said, you just got to make it happen. And I started, you know, getting uh, in front of investors a lot more, and I think it really helped get me some more transactions under my belt. So this was a pretty big year, 2019. I definitely um, got some more speaking opportunities, which I look forward to doing more in 2020. Um, but I'd probably say lessons learned is that I needed to have some better processes in place. Okay. I found that I was spending a lot of time doing repetitious work mm -hmm. when I could build something like some sort of automation, either with software or with just process or handing off to a vendor. And so once I started to realize that I, I can only do so many transactions at one time, I realized I need to be able to scale. I'm going to have to build some stuff. So I was working on some things in 2019 to help me. So it's helped me a little bit, and I still got a long ways to go to build some better automations and better processes in place. But um, that was my biggest lesson was probably to get stuff built in place to where things can just start flowing through. So you're more out of the picture. So you yeah, can do. I want to. I'll have to be in the day-to-day -day operations. You know, it's not that I'm building a team, but I won't have to be to the nth degree that I was in 2019. You know, I'm the one emailing everybody. I'm the one following up with receivables and payables, and you know, all the things that have to do with the business. And so you're you're burning the candle at both ends, so to speak. But uh, yeah, that's that's probably my biggest lesson was realizing that you need to ask for help. And you need to train, really. And along with training was recording actual mouse clicks and steps and drop-down menus and software that we use so that somebody else that jumps in this seat and they don't have to know anything about what I do, but they can follow the instructions. They can be like, okay, when I receive this information from him, I can do this, this. And it was so, it was so easy because after you transition through a couple people, you realize you know, you don't have to repeat that process over again because that's time consuming. But if you record it, like record your screen, it was great. I had a voiceover on it and I would make them real short, like four or five minutes long. So they weren't like a 25 minute, you know, video, so to speak. But that's been a pretty smart wow. move on my part, I think, that helped me, especially when you're working with a virtual assistants, mm -hmm. which we talk about a lot in the pilot season. That's so a big congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. You, you reach a certain point in the business, and you're just like, all right, I made something. You're happy. You celebrate a milestone, right? But then you're just like, man, I got a lot more work to do. It never I, ends. Because I, now, that I, now that I see past you know, the next rock, so to speak, I'll be like, oh, wow, there's still a long ways to go. It's fun. You know? And that's why we're entrepreneurs. You know, we love that challenge. We love that, that task. So, And how many years... Bright Path Notes, have you been in business? Uh, since 2016, I believe, is when we formed. Okay. So so it'll be a little bit over three years, probably three and a half years, awesome. I would say. 
Awesome. Okay. So at least I think for me, like it took, so I've been in business now two years in September. So it's like, man, it takes you two years just to even figure out what the heck's going on. Yeah. Because you're just, you're drowning, like in everything coming at you all directions. You think you know what you're doing. You're like, oh yeah, I can, I can run a business. And you're just, when you get into it, you're just like, I can't run a business. (laughs) I need help. And you get that realization real quick. I did, you know, Mm -hmm. be like, you don't know what you're doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's time to ask for help because <laughs> so. I ain't going anywhere. I'm stuck in mud. <laughs> so is your, so you mentioned that the processes, so are you going to be getting more out of the day to day? Do you want to be strictly the face of the business or what's, what's kind of your plan now for Bright Path? So I want to be more of, I guess, like a visionary. So I'll, I'll be in more involved in like, setting the tone or the pace of where the business, the direction is going to go. Mm-hmm. There's a spider over there again. You keep looking in different directions. Now you're going to freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so that's what I want to do. I want to step back a little bit. I want to be able to take a step back, look at the kind of the overall picture of it and keep it going and make it scalable and, you know, just kind of build it from there. So I'm starting to get people at at different levels now, people to help with certain processes. I got stronger vendors and stronger partners now to where I can depend on them to do things for me and have the liability kind of on them. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's the expert at it, my God, have them do it. You know, don't try and reinvent the wheel. Don't try and be the expert at something that you're not the expert at to begin with. I know what I got to do. Like I said before, I got to stay in my lane Mm -hmm. and it helps a lot. You know, it's hard to relinquish control. Wouldn't you agree? In some things, yes, but in other things, absolutely no. Heck no. I have a problem with control with like the financials. Yes, that's... <laughs> like some people I know, they they let their virtual assistant or their just assistant basically handle like their banking stuff and their their bookkeeping and all that stuff. And I'm sure they can handle it just fine. It's just, it's just tough to give it up because you're just like, do not mess this up. You know, this is so important. Like... Once you make an error in one of these things, it's it's so tedious to go back and to fix it as opposed to just quadruple checking yourself and just doing it right. So that's the hardest part for me. And I haven't let go of it yet. I've let go a little bit. I let go of the bookkeeping okay. with my accountant is running all that. But as far as those financials go, I definitely haven't let that go yet. I'm just too too afraid. <laughs> I don't I don't blame you at all for Yeah, because we're doing wire transfers like all the time, you know, mm-hmm. receiving wires, sending wires, and we're, you know, it's just that sort of thing just scares me, and I don't want it to, I don't relinquish control yet, so I'm sure I'll get there, but that's probably the, the biggest thing I need to get over is get to a point to where I'm not even doing that stuff anymore and have like a controller or mm-hmm. or some sort of person that's that's handling that aspect of the business, so. But how about you? What's 2019 looked like for Elizabeth Mayora? I know you had a lot of moving parts this year. We we did. It was really crazy. Um, brought on two new team members who have been absolutely amazing, Becca and Jeremy. Um, the biggest lesson for me last year was I actually, and I didn't even sit down and like to really know what our true costs were until fourth quarter. Oh. Um, <clears throat> So for all of you other entrepreneurs out there, make sure that you have a handle on your finances from the very beginning. Um, So we had a lot more expenses than what I had realized that I was absorbing. So, um, so the good thing is, is I know that now. So now, now we can charge accordingly, um, which is extremely important. So the other thing is just, um, I had to go through 
finding a really great bookkeeper is extremely difficult. Yep. Um, actually, Justin is the one that recommended a bookkeeper for me, and they are amazing. So um, anytime that you have your own business, even in your personal lives as well, just, man, what is your budget? What's the what's the finances? And it sounds so easy, like, even, yeah. you know, before going into this. Just run a rapport. You'd know everything. No. No. I still have to have my accountant go over the reports with me and show me the the business financial. I'm just like, I still don't understand. Like, you think it's just simple, like two numbers, and it's not. It's it's a lot more invasive, you know. It's just, there's a lot to it. There, there I mean, is. I mean, your business is going to have a lot more expenses than my businesses, too. So I'm sure your reporting is going to be, you know, all over the place. Yeah, we have, yes, yeah. There's, there's a lot going on, especially since we do the design and furnishing, um, which we've also decided this year to, for 2020, we're actually putting a focus um, on that part of the business as well. Um, but part of two last year was really figuring out is was what are our big strengths. Yeah. So that was when, so there was a lot of discovery in the business last year. And, and one of the things that we do at all of our ops, so our operations meeting is weekly. And then at the end of our ops meeting, we always do what went well and what needs improvement. Nice. So, um, and I love it because my team, like they can tell me whenever they, you know, things aren't going right. So I think it's really important that you have that kind of open culture so that people feel comfortable saying, Hey, like, I don't, this isn't working out quite so well. So, um, so I mean, it was really, really a huge year um, for the business. We did the recordings. We put out um, the university, so an online course, um, and just I did a lot of speaking all over the U.S., which is really fun. I yeah. love that part of it. Um, so it's just it's a lot of grind, you know, to to do that. It's kind of funny because when you see the big names out there like the Lewis Howes and Ed Milet and all these people that, you know, that have really have made it big and you think that their lives are easy. But then even if we just look at our own and we see, man, like there's so much going yeah. on, right? But our Instagrams, our Facebook, like that all, it all looks good. But man, yeah. there's a lot behind the scenes in business that, yeah. you know, go on, whether it's with our clients or, you know, we've had some really fun guests and all kinds of interesting things. Absolutely. So... 19 was a was a really good year for us. Absolutely. That was uh pretty much eye-opening, you know, th this year for us too. Um it's great all the accolades that you get, but you still got to continue to push forward. So pushing forward to 2020, you know, what is it that Elizabeth Mayora is striving to do? Yeah, so we went through our goals this week um I don't know if we can hit it. We're going to try. I hated it when I was in corporate and they had yeah. stretch goals. So you had your goals and the stretch ones. But we we really want to get to a million dollars in sales. So that's that's from all aspects of the business. Nice. Um, yeah, that's what that's what the team is working on. Um, we also I want to be a guest on the Ellen DeGeneres show. So really, yeah. So um, well, I wish you luck. You might not need luck because you deserve to be on that show, but uh, I can't wait to see it. So what do you do? You got to send out a letter to them and say, hey, I'm Liz Mayora, and I want to be on your show. <laughs> you should have me because... We should send um, this episode to Ellen Gennaro's show. I, yes, we should. Um, so if anybody has any connections, get her, get let, her on. let us know. Um, I, I don't, we're kind of exploring a couple of different ways to get on the show. Okay. Um, so it should be fun. But actually, when I was a kid, I used to pretend because Oprah was right. So like, kind of like Ellen's the yeah. Oprah of today. 
But when I was a kid, I used to pretend that I was being interviewed by Oprah. So <laughs> I was like, well, you know what? Now it would be – I would still be interviewed by by Oprah, of course. Absolutely. That's an open invitation, Miss Oprah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Sign me up too. I, I'm not that interesting, but yeah, I'll do it. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got some really big things on – on the horizon and then growing the, the team as well in the different areas that my team wants to improve on their strengths. That's awesome. So That's awesome. I like how you guys have a, a weekly meeting. Absolutely. Uh, I don't have a full-time staff with, that works with me, but I have a couple of uh, virtual assistants that work with me, but we still do a weekly meeting. Okay. And sometimes it's a, it's a, in addition to that, it's a weekly training meeting, whether it's a process or or whatever and it does, it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. And we've been recording them as well, so they can go back and rewatch what they just oh, did, really? oh, and they can kind of, you know, take notes or revisit because they they f- they feel bad if they ask me multiple questions. But I always tell them, you know, definitely ask me the question if you need help with something. But at least they can go back on their own time and just kind of go through it and rewatch the steps and stuff. Because as you know, in this business, like <laughs> if you're not in real estate and you're trying to get into notes, I mean, it's a lot to take in. If you're in real estate and trying to get to notes, it's still a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's it's very foreign and very obscure that what somebody's you know used to be used to doing. So, but uh, we'll get it figured out. I'm sure. You yeah, will. we we have transactional goals this year in 2020. You know, we okay. want to reach you know the 75 to 80 window with transactions. And if I'm able to put more pieces of the puzzle in place, I'll have to I'll have to kind of you know rearrange my goal a little bit. And maybe my goal will be two week. But right now, I feel like if I have the same pieces of the puzzle in place, you know, 75 is going to be a stretch, stretch goal. <laughs> going to be a stretch further. So let's talk about some quick personal goals um, for 2020. So for me, it's all about the Fs, actually. So The Fs? The yeah. Bad words? Yeah. <laughs> Financials, fitness, yeah. and faith. So I'm going to do another Tough Mudder. It's a really extreme wow. um, obstacle course. I have a whole team. Actually, it's Team EM. Um, nice. Yeah, some of my clients are going to do it with us. And then um, just one of the members of my immediate team, uh, but they're all uh, some of our vendors as well. So I'm excited about that. And uh, I'm going to be, faith-wise, I'm going to be getting involved um, with the church that I had joined. Or I haven't officially joined it, but have been going for several months. So now it's time to actually meet people and get more involved with that. So I'm excited. That's awesome. Those are good goals. Um, I'd probably say for me, I've definitely taken, I had put fitness on the back burner the last year and it's something that I really want to get back into. So I want to just be more regular about fitness, not like every day, but you know, I probably want to do some sort of exercises a few times a week. So I started that with my uh, workouts I've been doing that I've, I've designated during the week and I want to get some more goals like that. I want to make sure that um, I get some more date nights. All right. So um, we even talked about doing some dancing nice. lessons last year. So <laughs> take that into consideration, and I think we're going to make that. I'm going to make it a priority to push for doing fun things like that. So that's what I want to get out and focus on. You know, I do a good job of balancing life and work balance, but I think I just want to make sure that I designate specific times with, like, individualize with the kids, you know, each individual kid. I want to do, like, one-on-one stuff with them. I think that'll be that'll be good for me and for them too. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I got. Awesome. It was a fun episode. It was. Bye bye, twenty nineteen and hello, twenty twenty. That's right. Stay in your lane, right? Yes. Stay focused. So you can catch this uh, the video part of this episode on 
our Bright Path Notes YouTube channel and also Elizabeth Mayora's YouTube channel as well. And um, kind of all we got for today. That's right. So thanks for tuning in. We yeah. have a lot more coming up this year, a lot more in-depth information for the industries yep. and how to really capitalize on this. So we're looking forward to, to yeah. 2020. How to build your wealth. This is the Two Wealth Show. I'm Justin Bogard. And I'm Elizabeth Mayora Sickles, a.k.a. Super E. That's right. And sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Until next time, see episode four. Thank you. Two Wealth Show is produced by Justin Bogart and Super E, sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Thanks for listening and watching for our show.